whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Hi. Hey. Welcome back. It has been a... Three weeks? I was going to say a hot minute, but... Oh. A while. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Something happened, like there were holidays and... Remember we even said like, oh, we could probably record on Christmas Day, because it was a Friday. Have we only recorded... Once since we got back, no, we recorded. No, more we've than recorded once. a few times, but it was a week before Christmas that we recorded hmm. the last time. So it's been a while. Yeah, it's now like January twelfth. Guys, we know we need to get back into doing this if we're gonna do it. So here we are, <laughs> trying to get back into it. Yep. I mean, we're even recording on like a random Tuesday, so we didn't miss another Friday. It's true. So. Danny was just commenting on my really nice outfit before we started recording. Abby's wearing special clothes. Oh, I've only got... I don't know if I have enough battery to take this picture. I don't think it's going to let me... It might kill my phone. Oh, Oh, I got a picture, guys. I don't feel like to other people it's going to look that No, probably not. Bad. Especially... But... We'll find out. Use my last two percent of battery of my phone to take that picture. Just feel like over no, the course of the day, I got over. colder and colder and added. You also missed my black <laughs> socks I'm currently wearing. That's really special. Yeah. I'm, so anyway, she tried to say it was as special as my outfit, but my outfit is just my running clothes with right. A jacket I'm just on. saying you can't make fun of my outfit when it's not like you're in this like great outfit. <laughs> I still feel like the outfit that I'm in, I can make fun of your outfit because my outfit had a purpose of like my outfit has a purpose, fitting me <laughs> and keeping me warm. Okay, okay. So there's now. a purpose in that. What are you doing? I gotta shut it off now. I'm hot. Okay. <laughs> my jacket. This is a really special two minute beginning. Yeah. Okay getting sorted out here we don't i this is one of those times where i feel very i don't even know what's happening in my life mm-hmm. so trying to figure out what to talk about feels extra like let's just give a life update but that feels like um, we don't even know what to say about our life but it's not really because too crazy if things are happening it just yeah it's like everybody else is also experiencing a lot of the same craziness we are, which is just yeah. not really knowing what's going on. I had COVID. World. Abby had COVID. I did. She tested positive. Uh huh. And no Lost one else her did. Taste and smell. Yeah, that was the worst, saddest thing. The taste part. I actually didn't mind losing my smell because I'm in my first trimester and I don't really want to smell things. <laughs> Like, not smelling her kids' poopy diapers has actually been a blessing. It really has been. So, yeah, today's the first day I feel like I'm slowly 
mildly tasting things. Hmm. And how many days have you lost your taste for? Mm. Two weeks. Mm. So, like of zero. I know. Nothing taste. Yep. I haven't had COVID. <laughs> yeah. And no one else got it. Yep. So, so that been... happened. We found out we're having a boy. Yeah. That also happened in a different way than I thought we were going to find out because I had no. COVID. So No, we thought we were going to hang out and do something special all together. But we still tried to make it be a little bit all together. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I felt special. terrible. <laughs> yeah. During the making of that reveal and couldn't really tell by the really i don't think so oh great yeah i feel like i can tell but it's because i remember feeling terrible yeah and trying to like pull it together me like getting dressed but really that was just take getting off taking off one set of pajamas and putting on (laughs) a set of pajamas (laughs) yeah no i thought i thought you did great in it yeah so anyway having a boy He already has a name. He does. Yes, his name is Boaz Michael. And, yeah. You are? Ten weeks and some days. What day do you change on? Saturday. It's Tuesday, so. Huh. Do you feel like it's going by fast or slow? Um, both. Okay. I feel like it has felt slow up until I turned ten weeks, and I'm like, ten? Wow! Feels like it flew by. <laughs> so, huh. Ten always does feel like a. It just feels like a huge jump from nine. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but. I feel like it feels like a huge jump from eight. Like, yeah. eight weeks still feels like, ugh, let's get on with this. Yeah. And then ten weeks feels like, oh, we did. We're a fourth of the way done. Yep. So, yeah. How are you feeling about this pregnancy? Um, I don't know. I'm, it just feels different than Ruben's in a good way. Ruben's felt like a different pregnancy in a not good way. Mm-hmm. This feels like a different pregnancy in a better way way like I already feel some like amount of like bondedness to this baby Mm -hmm. and I feel like I didn't feel any of that with Ruben until I like saw him right um and you mean saw him like in person right like Like, not even the ultrasound yes no mm, yeah yeah um I also think just the things that like God worked on in my heart right before I got pregnant and just sounds so cliche but just remembering like that God really is the one who is like gonna give life or take life and just knowing that it is so he's so sovereign over it and I have so little control over that just feels like a concept that feels more real to me this time Mm-hmm. than other times there's been a lot of loss amongst friends 
in the last few months and just feels really heavy and hard to like wrap your head around still being pregnant but feeling a conglomeration of emotions like guilt over like why am I why am I still pregnant when I have these other kids and will I actually still stay pregnant like what like it just feels like a weird thing to process but it definitely Mm -hmm. has made me feel grateful for the life and just holding it more with open hands and and just understanding the magnitude of it Mm -hmm. in a new way yeah so and I also think finding out we're having another boy adds to that like depth of responsibility it feels then it just feels different than the responsibility of having a girl Mm -hmm. Um, especially during this time at least for me yeah for sure This time meaning all of the political climate and uncertainty of just what lies ahead in the next several years. Yeah, and what life will be like when our kids are adults and knowing that God knows who is supposed to be in each family and what genders are supposed to be in each family and how far apart the kids are supposed to be and what age, like all of those things. God is like sovereign over them and knows and right and I, like when you think about the fact that our kids places in our families and their relationship with their siblings mm-hmm. and their relationship with us as their parents like all of those things are working together to shape them who they're yeah. supposed to be like who God has them to be and right so I think just the fe- feeling so out of control over like life and how this is all supposed to work out has just brought great peace to me of like I I don't know how this is like supposed, supposed to go I'm supposed to do right what like I have to be, be faithful to do what God is calling me to do with what he's giving me and if that's going to be another boy our seventh child in August like then he'll give me that and if that's not for some reason then he won't and I have to just be faithful to do what he's asking me to do. And Mm -hmm. so, but it's definitely just felt really heavy and yeah, sad lately. Right. But on the other hand, like your own pregnancy has felt happy and connected and Mm -hmm. joyful in the midst of that. Yeah. I feel like I have been starting to have moments of thinking about, um, like, wonder what this birth is going to be like and where I have to, like, already begin working through, like, letting that go. That, like, mm-hmm. even that, I don't have control over. I can do what I can do to stay active and try to, like try the best to get keep him in a good position but it's also like there's there's own like god is the one who and he'll see me through whatever labor right it is and so yeah yes i can imagine that i think this is just the beginning of the next 30 weeks of working through those fears and but i mean god could give you 
a lot of peace on yeah. it at any point in time yes. to where, like, maybe you... Maybe you actually won't have as much fear in it as you feel like you will since you anticipate that you should. Yeah. But maybe because of that, and you are already thinking about it now and, like, starting to work through that, Mm -hmm. I mean, God could be really gracious and not have you be fearful of it, you know, and just give you peace. And Mm -hmm. um, it's been interesting because on one hand, you had COVID and you were really not feeling well during that time. And I know there's been other parts of, like, that you haven't felt well. Everything just, for me, experiencing your beginning of pregnancy has felt like a different beginning of pregnancy. I was thinking about this today when you brought up, like, you seem to be, like, not really feeling that bad. I think it's because I don't hang out with you or first thing in the morning I think also because God had convicted me over my attitude towards how I feel like early on like first thing that I think I've just had a better attitude had a better attitude and so because I have a better attitude people don't necessarily you're not having you're not I'm not walking around moping around Right, like, like maybe you feel gross, but right. you're just like dealing with that and not yes. making it be. This, but I like, feel like party of like, yes. oh, I feel so gross. Right yes. Now, so I time. think it's funny and interesting to me that you made that comment that like, oh, I feel like this pregnancy actually you haven't been feeling that bad when I feel like I feel just as bad as all my other pregnancies. Well, that's great, if not worse. But you definitely, God has definitely yes. helped you in. Yes not being really like like being yes. able to have a good attitude about yeah. it so that definitely has I think and I, I feel like that has changed my mindset too in it of you know when you don't feel well and you just dwell on the fact that you don't feel well it, it does make you feel worse like right so I think that that has just well I'm just gonna feel how I feel and I can choose to be like grumpy and snap at my kids and or I can choose to like try to have a better attitude and you know imagine that huh Having but it's not just attitude, like even when I feel really gross but that's where it feels like God is just allowing me to do that it's not like I can just choose to have a better attitude because I definitely have had days and moments where I don't at all have yes a but I do think that when he convicts us of things yes and he supplies the grace he supplies for it but we have to we can either be going along with that and yeah. and be submissive to that, or we can kind of stomp our feet at it and yeah, like resist. So your yeah. obedience in it has been paying off, apparently. Yeah. Um. How how does it? How do you think it will be? So right now you're ten weeks. Mm-hmm. And neither Melissa or I are pregnant that we know of. Right. Which I... So, I feel like the last... Two times ago, I was pregnant first, and then Melissa was 10 weeks later, and then you were 10 weeks after that. Mm -hmm. We were, like, all perfectly spaced. Um, And then the, the last time... 
I was 10 weeks after Melissa, and you were two weeks after me. Is that right? I think you were like 14 weeks after Melissa or something. Maybe I actually but. gave birth 10 weeks after since... Mm. Maybe she was Could 12 be. weeks, something like that. Anyway, yeah. But... Um, so, obviously, if you're 10 weeks right now, it would be another four weeks... If if any if any of us get pregnant in the next four weeks, we right. would still be closer together mm-hmm. than the other ones right. because right. you start out four weeks pregnant. Right. But if it gets beyond that, do you feel like it's going to be strange if you like if I give birth like and if, you guys still aren't, or like if you're like close to the end of your pregnancy before we get pregnant, like. It would be kind of weird. Like, just, do you feel like you just expect that, like, well, you're the first one, but, like, it'll be, yes, like, yeah. we'll have babies soon? Yes. Because I was thinking it, we, about this the other day of, like... Yeah. Like... It's the, been, like, I... Danny was first, and then Melissa was first, and then now I'm first, but yet God very well could not have either of you get pregnant my entire pregnancy, and that would feel weird because we've all been always pregnant at the same time. Right. I was wondering if you're feeling like, I know you've like said like you want to be first, but I'm I'm curious how it'll be like, if you feel like now I'm all by myself, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't actually get to be first because then I'll have had my baby and you guys then get up in line and are first again. Well, you know, but in the like series of like all getting pregnant. Oh, again. are you gonna get pregnant with? <laughs> well. If I don't nurse. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. I don't know what's going on with with my body in my life, but I do know I have really lopsided boobs. <laughs> so. Chip's going to love that you're talking about that on this podcast. Yeah. The only other guy that listens to is Steve. <laughs> I, think he, I think he quit long ago when we started talking about cervical mucus. He quit. Well... A nurse, I was pumping all the way up till mm, a couple months ago, and I always have one side that produces way more than the other side, and that like double the amount. Even with pumping, right from the very beginning, yes, I would get a lot. Like, yeah, like four to five ounces on one side and like two ounces on the other side, and. But size-wise, I feel like when I was pumping, it was fine. That the, the smaller side, like the slower side, is the side my newborns like because it doesn't drown them. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's like my newborn side. Mm-hmm. And then my other side is like my toddler side, mm-hmm. my, like as I get older. And around eight months old with a couple of my kids... I feel like Pax was older than that. He, like, went a little further. But at some point, they, like, just get really frustrated and mad and don't want the, like, other side at all. So it makes it, like, this big dilemma because the less they nurse on that side... The worse the discrepancy is. The more, Yeah, the more of a discrepancy is, the less milk it's going to make, and then they're going to want it even less. And... So it gets to this point now where it's like, I literally, 
almost never nurse on that side now because it's just frustrating. Does it ever feel engorged on that side or anything? Wow, that's so interesting. Because I, like, when I pumped with Ruben, it literally, it's like to the milliliter the same amount. Yeah, no. Like, exactly, they... I feel like they're the exact so, same size. I feel like, they produce yeah, the exact I feel like the, the one side has just been like, I'm done. I, like, that's so weird. I have, have no use for me at this point. But then that means that my baby is like, who is like a one-year-old, yeah. is getting his entire milk from one side, which is now literally like twice the size of the other side. So I've been having the dilemma of like... How do I fix this? How how vain is it? Is it vain to want to, like, stuff my bra on one side? You've never had it this bad of a discrepancy, I though. have. Yeah? I just have ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I don't know why I've never struggled with caring. It's been really bad before. But... Huh. It's just bothering me more this time for some reason. I don't know why. That's so interesting. So, I don't know. I haven't done anything about it yet. But the worst is when I put a bra on and it's like one, the one side feels like it's too small and the other side feels like it's like way too big. And I'm like, this doesn't feel like it fits at all. But for. But it feels like if you. Like both reasons. I wonder if they make bras that you can, like, they, personalize the cup. They do. They there's, do? There's, like, certain companies. Huh. They're expensive. And yeah. you can either just, like, personalize it to, like, each side. Or you can, like, buy, like, inserts for the other side. Yeah. Or, like... Huh. Interesting. Apparently, it's not, like, as uncommon as... Yeah. I mean... I know it's common to have, like, not the exact same size boobs, but... I don't know how common it is to have, like, a totally... I feel like I'm not positive. I'd say I'm probably, like, at a... Like, smaller C size on the, like, small one and, like, an E or F size on the other one. It's, like pretty pretty significant yeah it's like even my flowy shirts don't flow like you say well like it's not obviously like the tighter the shirt the more like oh wow yeah it is but i'm finding that even when i try to have like loose shirts like a sweatshirt is good yeah it's nice that it's cold out right now yeah (laughs) but so does it normalize once you like you don't ever stop nursing. You just get pregnant. So once I get pregnant, when does it? <laughs> once I get pregnant, I feel like you know. I I know that after you have a lot of babies, getting pregnant doesn't typically like boost the size a lot, but I do feel like it helps a little bit, uh-huh. and then I feel like I do end up weaning, and I feel like in the course of all of that, it, it because even before I wean, I feel like as my babies get older and older, they nurse less yeah but this is just probably between eight months to like 14 months is when they're like 
still nursing still, a lot at night and still nursing quite a bit. Like yeah. they're eating, but not like full meals. And I mean, packs. I realized how stupid this was going to sound talking to you. I was going to say, he still only has six teeth. <laughs> Because my baby has a lot zero of, teeth. Because a lot of my other babies by a year have had more than six teeth. So for my babies... By a feels... year? Brinley had eight teeth when she was eight months old. I can't even, like, fathom what that would look like. Yeah. None of my babies have gotten a tooth before one. I, I know. I know, but the listeners don't know this. I know. None. I've even had one kid... Who was almost 19 months old before he got his first tooth. So, <laughs> I mean, as dorky as it looks like to have an eight month old with eight teeth, think about a 19 month old with no teeth. <laughs> he didn't look 19 months old. Right, that did help. Except. Because he was sickly and really needed a feeding tube. <laughs> the other funny thing I feel like about all of your kids and the, their lack of teeth is how much hair they have. <laughs> Yes. It's like their body is so focused on producing hair because it grows so fast. Like, so fast. Yeah. And so much. Yes. That I feel like they're, they just don't know. Their body's like, listen, we can only Which, grow one thing. interestingly, Pax has had the most hair and, and the, the most least, hair cuts and, and the, the thickest teeth. And the least teeth. Huh. Brindley there has to be something was to that. bald as all get out. And she had the most teeth at the yeah. earliest. Yeah. So. I wonder if there's any scientific studies on this. <laughs> it's like your body is pouring so much uh-huh. energy into. Because it feels like, you know, hair, hair, teeth, nails, all of yeah. those feel like right. the same yeah. category. So. Yeah. Hmm. Let us know if you know <laughs> anything about that. What did your babies have? Teeth and hair? <laughs> just one? Just the other? I'd love to know if someone had their babies have a like fast growing hair in a lot of it and teeth early. Let me know if that's you because I feel like... And if they did, was there some other thing that was like... Lacking. Yeah. Or were just all... They just were like huge... Had lots of teeth, lots of hair. They just and looked like they were, were long. five when they were two. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Your kids also always, I'm, I'm specifically thinking of Selah, have like really long fingernails. <laughs> she let me cut them last night. Uh-huh. Which I was so thankful for because they're so long, except <laughs> she, she refused to let me cut one of them. Oh, no. <laughs> was it a pinky? Yeah. To grow it out. No. But Abby, you can't let her do this. It is already sold. <laughs> Why? I don't know. She said she wants to be like Graceland, but Graceland doesn't do that. So I really don't know. But I cut them all like short, and then her pinky is like really. <laughs> Why didn't you just use your parental authority over uh, her and I tell know. her? We'll see how it goes. She's gonna like poke people's eyes out with yeah. it. it she, she's also been really into acting like she's a cat and like trying to scratch people and. Well, take her claw away. Well, yeah. Her. So, 
Well, yes, my kids' nails. Mine do too. Mine grow. Mine do really too. Fast. But it looks weird on like a six-year-old. It's getting to be more normal looking now that she's six. When she was like two, and she had like fingernails. Do you remember when Graceland was in your nursery class at like two yeah. or three, and she had like super long hair? Oh, her hair was like two to her butt. Yeah, it was super long. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, yeah. There's something else I thought about talking about. What was it? We got to go to births last week. Yeah, we each got to go to a birth. Yeah. That was a really separate fun. birth. We right. each got to go to a separate birth. Danny was birth. out of town to the one that I got to go to. We had planned to, like, go to that one together if it worked out, but... And then she ended up being on the later side. What? How many? Forty-one and five, or forty-one and three, depending on what date you go okay. by. But yeah, so she was on the later side, and she did a really great job. First time, Mama. Yes. Who rocked it? Yep. Had her baby in the tub at her house. We'll have to get some. We'll have to get some interviews going here. I know. We we need to. I bet. I bet these moms would share their birth stories. Yeah. Mine was an exciting one, too. Yeah. Was that... Oh, you didn't... You did, I was going to say, was that your first catch? But you didn't catch it. You just caught the mom. <laughs> <laughs> in her words. Yeah. She hugged me and her baby popped out. Yeah. So it almost kind of happened like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll have to get those... Get those birth stories... On our yeah, it never, it never ceases to amaze me how God works out the details that feel so like how is that gonna work? It just and, feels big. It feels yeah. like a really big event, and mm-hmm. timing feels like yeah. How are we gonna know? Like, how are we gonna have it all work out mm-hmm. and? And, and then God it works it out. Does. Yep. Yep. And in the way it's supposed to be. Right. It doesn't, doesn't always work out to like the way we think that we would want, want it to. to be. Yep. Or, but. But I think just I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about this lately, and we've talked a little bit about just what what a sacred, special time it is, and how like humbling it is to have someone like invite you into that space and like let you support them in that and how it doesn't ever stop being like I don't even know how many births I've attended and it it doesn't ever stop feeling like that big and like special and honoring to be able to like be there and support a mom and watch her and watch God give them what they're like begging in labor that God would give them what they need and then he does and uh, it just it's the best yep hmm (laughs) (laughs) so you have to follow that up with yep there's just so many thoughts Abby and I have been talking a lot about supporting women in labor and yeah, what that looks like and what... The importance of learning. Uh, our culture doesn't do it super well as a whole. Mm-hmm. 
and how do we encourage teaching women about this and and teaching women how to support each other and just being able to be there for women and mm-hmm. how does it look like with our families and right um it is just really interesting like birth work in general of on one hand you don't want it to feel like a job but on the other hand there is a lot of time and sacrifice that goes into it and right and especially as we've been attending more people's births I feel like attending like one random birth one time once feels different than like right but I'm just saying like Right, yes. So if you're kind of known as, like, oh, these are people who really like to attend... I I try to figure out, like, what would... Ideally, I wish that more... That birth was more normalized for for a, a lot of people so that people did have their best friend or their sister or their mom or their cousin or whoever who could support them in a way that understands right how birth works right and it, there's very much a different i know for me in like my own births having women there who i know has like gone through that Mm-hmm. brings an unspoken level of support. There's that aspect of it, and then there's the aspect of just having someone that you really know and trust and who mm-hmm. loves you and loves your baby. Yeah. And, um, and that makes me sad to think that there are people who... This isn't a knock to, like, professional doulas, but... That there's people that that they hire someone to be that support role, mm-hmm. and they do know how to walk through and help yes. them through the process. Yes. But there's just a different level of relationship. Right, and I mean, when you, as someone who did that, I, the goal was to like get to know the family to a point where you are a friend to them by the time that right but you can only do that so well in like meeting them a couple of times and talking to them a little bit like yeah there's a big difference between that and your best friend or someone that you see and have known for three years and yeah I mean yeah it's just it's just different and So we're just working through how to keep plugging along little by little at doing these things that are important to us, but... Not at the expense of our own families and how we can do that in a way that is beneficial to the women we know and... 
and <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to be jumping in right here to finish her <laughs> sentence, but I'm not sure what comes next. And the end. And wouldn't it be funny if we just cut the podcast off? <laughs> and the end. That's probably what's pretty pretty much about to happen. I have to help Chip figure out some trivia questions for our... Oh, I'm watching your kids in the morning. I know. Surprise! Great. Yeah. So excited. Chip and I have a science co-op to teach in the morning for six of our kids. And we need to finish coming up with the trivia game for it. So... But we had a... We had a record on a Tuesday night because... Yeah, I'm we're going to Tucson this weekend. Seeing my sister. It would be fun brother. to do another uh, Q and A live Facebook thing sometime. Oh yeah, we haven't done one of those in a long time. That would be really fun. So maybe next week we will schedule it, and then we will post about when it will be, and. Then we'll We'll try to be ahead on that. We'll see. But if no one listens to this or cares and we just should quit now, (laughs) that's fine too. Yeah. Well, it will be like a revamping, not revamping, just a special event. Maybe it'll like bring some extra boost of motivation to us. For us to. Keep going. Yep. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.